Hello and welcome to I Love Basketball. I am your host, Raj Chipalu. Sabrina is out today. So I got my friend and resident warrior supporter. Can I say supporter? And uh well, you in- know, <laughs> you know, uh so the, the Warriors are the team of my youth. Um, mm-hmm. but when you work in the NBA, you kind of lose some of that. Sure. Um but we we drafted here, and this was not my idea. This was, I think, a, a Harrison, maybe Anthony. I think it was actually more of an Anthony idea than a Harrison idea. And we all drafted uh, teams to follow and yes. you know tweet about in, in, in the playoffs. So I had the Warriors. To be fair, it is the team of my youth. Um, so, yeah, for the purposes of this show and for the purposes of Silver Screen and Roll, you can call me a Warriors supporter. Sure. Warriors supporter. Let's yeah, go with yeah. that. Let's go with sure. You got it. our teams. Our teams are still alive, by the way. I was handed the Clippers, who did not make the plane. So the they playoffs. Did not. Sorry, they did so, not. Um, and I chose they made Dallas. the plane, and then not. Yeah. So oh, so me, you you have Dallas. So you and I are at odds here. We are. Yes. In our pick- in our uh, silver screen roll, random fandom, random Absolutely. fandom. I like that. <laughs> yeah, we are at odds. I actually picked them to beat Utah even without Luca. So I I thought they would go pretty far. I did, I did not. Too. I did not see them beating Phoenix, um, but uh, here they are. Um, and with Aaron, this is I Love Basketball, and it feels yep. like the news more and more coming out of, like, the Lakers and everything is, like, I love drama. Like, it feels like it's more just news. <laughs> but I want to talk about teams that are actually playing. Okay. This was a slaughter, pretty much, and I think even the final score is indicative of how uncomfortable Dallas was. A lot of, <laughs> lot of, uh, lot of garbage time, yes. So all I heard coming in to this series, Aaron, from both sides, really, was the Warriors going to let Luka get his 40 and his 50 and shut everything else off. Mm-hmm. But would you agree that is not what happened? They absolutely did not let Luka get any of the switches that he wanted. Okay. And and they were uh, trapping at the sides. They were giving taking away um, all the good looks that Dallas got against Phoenix. Is there anything the Mavs can do to kind of adjust in game two, or is this Warriors defense kind of too connected uh, in a way that Phoenix just was never able to um, get the capability of? I think it's a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't. So I I think I'm coming on your show and I'm going to like get on you for a second here. Um, I don't, I don't think it was, I don't think it was let Luca get his 40 or 50. Mm -hmm. I think it was, focus on guarding Luca and not sending multiple bodies to Luca, but guarding Luca the best you can. Cause Luca's so good. He's going to get his. Yeah. But so it wasn't so much just let Luca get 40 or 50. It was play Luca as much as you can straight up and not let the other dudes get off. Um, and that's what the Warriors did. And it worked today with Wiggins primarily a little bit of clay, a lot of loon, loony switching onto him. So it wasn't just let Luca cook. It was mm-hmm. make life as difficult for Luca, uh, for, for Luca as you can without giving up all that other stuff. And so I think the Warriors did a, well, clearly they did an incredible job of that, especially in the second half. Luca, Luca was in Alcatraz for the second half, but it wasn't, it wasn't sending extra bodies at him so much. It was, so I, I yeah, I guess, my my issue is with the characterization. It's not just let Luca get forty or fifty. It is don't let the other dudes cook. And Andrew Wiggins specifically had Luca in trouble. Like Luca, and part of it is the. I mean, obviously the Warriors are a really good defensive team, 
Yeah. Um, but in comparison with the Suns, like Luca got off against the Suns, in comparison with the Suns, the Warriors just have more options than the Suns do, right? Because yeah. Luca was destroying Cameron Payne, destroying CP3. And the Warriors have more guys in that 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", 6'8", 6'9", range bodies to throw at him where they just made his life miserable. He also just missed shots that he's going to make and the Mavs miss shots that are going to make uh, or may make yeah. later. But I think the Warriors have, because I Luca is going to like have bodies to throw at him. Luca is going to cook everybody. Luca is that good. So he's going to right. cook everybody. But the Warriors have more wing size guys to just throw at him and make his life. And part of it is, I, I, another interesting part of it is how effective, right? If you're going to play big as the Warriors did, like, yeah. quote unquote, you guys can't see this, but I'm putting air quotes up, <laughs> play big with Looney. Part of it is like, who is he going to, who is, who is Luca going to try to switch on to? And I think the Warriors have an advantage or Looney has an advantage because he's not particularly athletic. Yeah. Clay is a big body. And he's still working back and hasn't gained all of his athleticism back yet. Mm-hmm. So I think all of that kind of works to the advantage because Luca, you're not going to speed Luca up. That's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. But because Clay and Looney are so unathletic at this point, they're not going to go for all that other stuff. He's you're not going to fake it. They're not going to. Luca's not going to be able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not going to be able to fake him out. They're just going to guard him straight up, stay in front of him, be strong, be big, and. So is Dallas in trouble? Yes. They're not going to win the series. I don't think the rest of the series is going to look like it looked today, but no, Dallas is not winning the series. Yeah. It doesn't look great. They would have to win four of the next six. I think if I did my math, math correctly now, that uh, is the way math works (laughs) to, to win this series. Um, it's going to be tough. I don't, you know, I I know that I didn't mean like they were going to let Luca get his 40, but against the Suns, right? And I think the Suns still have good defenders. I think Mikel Bridges is like defensive player of the year, close candidate. Jay Crowder is sure. a big body you can throw sure. on him. The difference, the difference to me is Draymond on this Warriors team. I mean, I think they made Luka think, which I think is a it's something that Phoenix just did not do ever in that series. Um, I don't think Utah was able to do that either on them, uh, either on Luka. And he, they made him think in all the coverages that Kerr was throwing at him. It kind of confused them. And you see him get a little bit shook on where the help is coming from. Luka was and shook today, yes. And there were some plays where, you know, he uh, Luca has a thing where he's is a Chris Paul thing where it's just an ongoing conversation with the ref. It feels like all game. So mm-hmm. like and that continued. And I thought that got in his head a little bit. And the Dallas, I think, went three for 17 from three in the first quarter. I don't think that's sustainable as well. I think they'll shoot better than that. But I feel like if if Luca can't get his points and Dallas is not scoring, they're going to have a tough time. They're going to get swept out of the series. So I'm interested I don't, to see. I, look, I don't think Dallas is getting I, Dallas is not winning, but I don't think they're getting swept. Right. Yeah, and they lost game one to Phoenix and game two, so they came back in that series. And as well. and and they lost game one in Utah, right? Without, without Luca, without, yeah, without Luca, yeah, yeah. They, they they lost in Utah as well. So I still think this can be a series, but I'm interested to see what adjustment Jason Kidd can make here. Um, I think that it was very clear though that they're not going to let Luca play one on one as much. I think Wiggins did a great job on him today, but I still he think did. they sent help a little bit tighter, and sure. uh, they're going to force the other guys beat him in. Aaron, I don't know if you agree, but to me, this is a Jalen Brunson series. Like, I think he has to be able to cook Jordan Poole, Clay, like Clay Thompson. Everybody's cooking Jordan Poole. Okay, but he has to be able to. It has to be impactful to where 
they think about not helping off him, right? Like he has to be enough of an attack to me, enough rim pressure where like they care about his scoring. I think his long twos, they really don't care about, right? The mid-range pull-ups over Kevon Looney, I don't think do much. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can take that all day. I don't, the- I don't think it's a Brunson series. I think okay. it is a, is Maxi Kleba, is Dorian Finney-Smith, is Bullock. Well, actually, hold on. That's my guy, but we've changed the pronunciation of his name now. Bullock. Right. Are they going to make threes mm-hmm. off of whatever advantage Luca can create? And they didn't today. Um, and I think for the Warriors, it's an offensive series for the Warriors. The Warriors won today defensively, but yeah. I think I suspect that once the Mavs and Luca kind of figure some of this stuff out, and once Jason Kidd has a has time to look at everything, I think this series is going to tend more offensive. So I think today the Warriors won because they choked the life out of the Mavericks uh, on on the Warriors defensive end. But I think this series is going to tend or trend more offensive. Okay. So I think it's going to be because, as you and I have talked about, we just talked about earlier. I don't think that the Warriors. I, I think the Warriors are going to play straight up on Luca as much as possible, and not mm-hmm. let and say not let Luca score forty or fifty, but say. We're going to send guy. It's going to, whether it's Wiggins, Clay, Draymond, Looney, everybody's going to have a chance. Sometimes Steph, if it has to be. And if Luca's going to score 40 or 50, so be it. But we're not going to let those other guys get loose. Um, so I think, I think it's going to be a series that tends more offensive or trends more offensive. And I think the key for the Luca's going to play better because yeah. he's that good. Um, but I think the question is going to be Dinwiddie because, and not, and not so much, and not even so much Brunson because Brunson's going to get his own. Yeah. Um, but the guys that are going to eat off of Luca because the Warriors are going to try to not double Luca as much as possible, right? There was a little box in one today. There was mm-hmm. some zone, there were some switches. It was mostly Wiggins, but are those other guys going to be able to do enough to keep up with the Warriors? I don't think so, but I think it's more of a those guys series than Brunson series. Yeah, and what's tough is I don't think you can beat the Warriors at their own game, right? Like you can't. I don't think you can be a small ball team Correct. and and beat that, the no, Warriors. No, that's why the, that's why the Mavs are going to lose because <laughs> they are small, right? And yeah. their best lineups, Powell probably can't saw, play. Like, yeah, Powell, probably. So it's going to be a Maxi Kleba. I think you're going to have a series when it gets down to it, where Maxi Kleba and Draymond Green are the two biggest dudes on the floor. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, and it's the problem going back for five, six, seven years. Frankly, it's the problem going back to the Don Nelson Warriors. If they can get you to adjust to what they do and it's play over. your... Mm-hmm. The, the Mavs don't have big dudes. But if the Warriors can get you to adjust to what they do and play your big dudes off the floor because they're yeah. too good offensively and you get in a small series with the Warriors... The Warriors small guys are better than your small guys and they're more used to playing that way. So I don't know what the Mavs do. The Mavs aren't winning the series, but I don't know what the Mavs do, but yeah, you're right. Like the Warriors small guys are better than your small guys. So you can't, you can't adjust to them. Well, I think the adjustment they can make, and you see this in other series as well. I think that motion offense is tough, especially in the first game that the Warriors mm-hmm. run all those back cuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that gets 
that gets slowed down a bit. The team switch a little bit more. They kind of know where the back cut is coming from. You don't overplay clay as much as they did before. I think mm-hmm. those things that Dallas can keep up because Dallas is a good defense. I mean, that they, they are, are, they, they are, are good NBA yeah, defense. They are. I think today it was just a tough game one for them. And then Steph started hitting his step back shots. Uh, Jordan Poole went off. And to me, Aaron, with Wiggins being this good, it's almost unfair. Like if Wiggins is like 19 points a game or whatever he scored tonight um, on super efficient, look like KD in the mid range and also locking up your other team's best player. Like it's really tough to win. That's a, that's a huge bar to kind of clear there. I'm not sure if Wiggins will continue to play, you know, like this, like he did today. Um, But I think that's where Dallas can kind of clean up, but it's tough. Because I do think Dallas is a good defense. And like you're right, Maxi Kleba is going to have to be at the five to give Luka space. But can you run with the Warriors then? Because then they'll put no. Draymond. No. Yeah. No. But now, now, to be fair to Kleba, I think Kleba is a very underrated player. He mm-hmm. is. And you saw it today with the Warriors, specifically Jordan Poole. Steph went to the bucket a lot, missed some. Yeah. And Poole goes to the, went to the rim. The Mavs just don't have anybody. Like, Kleba's a decent rim protector and he's pretty good as a switch guy for somebody of his size he'll make some jump shots but the Warriors just came from Jaron Jackson Jr. and Steven Adams and there was no fear going to the rim um so can they hang with the Warriors no they can't (laughs) that's like no it's just like the math the math doesn't math um but I do think I do think the the Mavs are going to have a response. Luca is too good for this. They're not yeah. winning the series, but Luca is too good and Luca will figure it out. I just the the I think that the other issue is the, the Mavs don't have enough guys. Right? Like sure. if Luca is just good and we're looking for other people to do stuff, the Mavs don't have enough guys. The Warriors have Steph and Clay and Poole and Wiggins. Um and the, the, yeah, the Mavs and and Otto Porter Jr. The Mavs just don't have enough guys. That's ends up being the problem. And then the math doesn't work because when the Mavs go to their best five guys, mm-hmm. it is a smaller lineup and sure. the Warriors go, okay. <laughs> okay. Our five guys are better than your five guys. Okay. Um, and I think, I think there were things to take away. I'd like for most of the game before it got out of hand, I actually liked the Mavs shot diet better than I liked the Warriors shot diet. They just mm-hmm. weren't making them. Um, so from the Mavs perspective, that is something that you can say, okay, like Dorian Finnis-Smith is a decent shooter. Uh, Bullock is a really good shooter. Like we're going yeah. to make more of those. I like, but then the problem becomes, as you mentioned, like in the first half, Steph and Clay didn't make anything either. Right. Um, and so in one respect you go, okay, for the Mavs, we're down eight or whatever it is. And we had better shots and didn't make anything. But then the Warriors can say, well, we didn't make anything either. And we have Steph and clay um, as it relates to Wiggins. I like, is he going to do this again? Probably not. Is he going to guard Luca like this again? Yes. Is he going to make a bunch of shots again? Probably not. Or maybe not. But then are, is clay going to make no shots in the first half? Is Steph going to like yeah. the words just have more guys. For sure. And that, that's the reason I went to it's a Brunson series against Utah. Brunson averaged 28 
you know, against again, Utah, it was not the same type of defense. Obviously, they right. play a whole different style, but still 28 a night in a playoff series is what it is. Um, I think against the Suns as well, he had a huge 30, 30 point nine as well. One of he their did. wins yep. um, to beat them. And it's why I think they just need more scoring uh, from from Dallas because they're going to make it tough. The Warriors going to sit on Luka. Wiggins is a good defender um, or a really good defender, and he's been great all year for them. I do think like you talked about, Luka's too good. Like, I don't think you can show him the same coverages every time. No, no. And I think he'll eventually, you know, figure out Andrew Wiggins as he figured out Mikael Bridges, as he figured out Jay Crowder, as he figured out, you know, whoever the Suns wanted to put on him. The Suns as well. The problem was it was a lot of times, yes, those two guys, but then it was, wait, is Cameron Payne on me? Oh, (laughs) Is Chris Paul on me? Like, these little dudes. And the Warriors just have more options of, you know, right, Clay's a big boy, Wiggins is a big boy, Draymond's a big boy, Looney's capable in switches. And as a big boy, Otto Porter is a big boy, right? Like you, Mm -hmm. there are not going to be those options where you just get to like, there there will be, right. He'll get to go against pool. Some he'll get to go against Steph some, but there aren't just like you have, you got to go down the list a lot longer before you get to mismatches than you with the Warriors than you do for the Suns. For sure. And they didn't allow them as easy as well. They didn't just allow Steph to, you know, get played one-on-one by Luca as well. So I thought that stuff that, um, that the Mavs, have to kind of figure out. And uh, one last thing on them, I wanted to ask you because how concerted of an effort do you think it was to just attack Luca with Wiggins? Because I thought that was huge for them as well. Mm-hmm. And the, the Warriors attack Luca in a different way as well because their offense is so motion heavy. There are some plays where Luca just quit. You saw Clay get a cut and Luca was just like, I already moved 50 times this possession. Oh, I'm not, I'm <laughs> I ain't doing not, it no more. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to contest no Clay at the rim. Um, but that's something to keep an eye on as well. I think it's really tough for anyone forget just Luca to drop 40 while also defending, you know, clay off uh, every handoff Steph on every handoff Jordan Poole on every handoff Wiggins, you know, being physical at the rim. Like how much do you think that was a concerted effort by the Warriors to be like, okay, Wiggins, like you attack Luka think, as much as you can. I think very much so. And I was surprised yeah. because the Warriors offense is usually pretty like democratic egalitarian. Mm-hmm. Right. And they don't go, to pick on somebody until they need to. Um, like you saw it with Steph punking, not punking, but like attacking Joker in the first round uh, against Denver. Yeah. And a lot of Warrior fans would say like, this is what basketball time. is. Like, yeah, cook this dude. Um, so, and and by the way, Wiggins destroyed Luca in the first half. He just like, he went out. It was incredible and, tonight. Wiggins, <laughs> right? The, uh, people forget, like, <laughs> shockingly, this dude was the number one overall pick, right? Like, this dude is has, is that talented. Um, he's been that guy, yeah. So, well, no, that's the problem. He hasn't been that guy. He's I that mean, talented, he's... but he hasn't been that guy. Is is what Minnesota fans yeah. and less so Warriors <laughs> fans would tell you. Um, but I think there because Dallas is so heliocentric offensively around Luca, um, and we saw it earlier early in the Suns series, specifically game two, when Dallas, that they just went at him and it wears them out. So I think the Warriors were today a little bit more purposeful about attacking him um, mm-hmm. in an attempt to wear him out for later in game one or later and or later in the series. Um, but I don't know what you do because of the way the Warriors offense is. I don't know what you do. Uh, with Luca, like who do you put him on? Who do you? I don't. I don't know what you, I don't. There's no. Even though Dre and Lo- he's not gonna. I mean, maybe he should guard, Lo- but with Dre no. and Looney, 
like they're two non-shooters, but because of the way the Warriors offense works, I don't, there isn't really, even though they're both non-scorers and non-shooters, I don't know where you hide Luca. Um, you don't want him facing a bunch of like ISOs, you know, and having to guard Steph or Jordan Poole or Wiggins in a bunch of ISOs, except maybe you think if you're Dallas, maybe you think we're going to put Luca on Wiggins and try to bait Wiggins into going ISO Minnesota. That's ISO the Wiggins. But if Wiggins is going to be intentional about what he's doing, Wiggins is going to destroy him like Luca can't guard him so I don't I don't know what the answer is where you hide him um you don't want him on Draymond because then Draymond's just gonna go with a bunch of dribble handoffs he's putting Mm -hmm. a body on Luca and like then what right then he's gonna end up guarding pool or clay or Steph primarily Steph maybe you put him on Maybe you put him on Looney, but then the problem becomes, then where do you put Dwight Powell? Yeah. So I don't know that there's a good answer to hide Luca anywhere. I don't. Yeah. Well, I think like most people, like I did, and most people predicted he would guard Wiggins, which made sense. Um, I don't think, you know, I don't think he can stop Wiggins every time. I think he can do better than he did tonight, though. I felt like, like Wiggins just powered through him to the rim. And also Wiggins hit some like, I don't know, in and out, through the legs, step back, yeah. mid-range pull-ups, which you have to live with. And if Yeah, I don't think more- Wiggins plays this well offensively again. The problem, though, is what you want, if you're Dallas, you put Luka there because you are trying to bait Wiggins into yeah. his worst habits. And, mm-hmm. well, mm. I mean, if the Warriors are going to run their offense through Andrew Wiggins, he's going to score at, like, this point per point per possession you're gonna lose anyway like you i think you have to give something up and if wiggins isolations is the thing you give up i think that's the thing you have to because if you look at the rest just the geometry of the floor you have to you know um help all the way to the top on clay you have to trap steph on every pick and roll you can't they're not even letting luca guard steph one-on-one they're sending they they double steph at the top of the key with luca on him so it just makes your defense impossible to you know have any kind of uh protection there if you're just gonna help all help like that so i think wiggins is the right place i think also like just like in the phoenix series luca's gonna have to be try better on defense like i feel like again like i said there were a lot of plays where he just decided the game was not worth it and he was just not going to help um but it's a fair like we ask this about lebron all the time right now to be fair lebron's 37 and luca's whatever 23 so but (laughs) i don't know if it's a fair ask to say do everything on offense right carry an entire offense and also be committed on defense, right? Like, I don't know that that's a fair ask. I think that's the ask of today's players. Like, I think you have to. It's a, defense is just a, such a five. It's why they're going to lose. Right? It's why they're <laughs> going to lose. Because, you like, I don't know what Luca. What is Luca supposed to do for seven games, right? You're supposed to play 41 minutes of <laughs> I'm carrying the entire offense and I have to chase Wiggins around and, or slash... I have to run through Draymond screen slash. I have to chase Clay or Steph or Pool or like. That's why they lose. Again, that that goes back to my like Brunson has to be a threat. Like he has to be an on ball creator to where Luca doesn't have to run a hundred pick and rolls every game. He can go sit on a wing and wait for the ball a couple of times. 
Can Dinwiddie give them, you know, Dinwiddie destroyed the Suns, I think, in Game 7. He was incredible. He did, yeah, he had 30 in Game 7, yeah. Just unfortunate for the Suns that Dinwiddie goes off and, and drops 30 on them. But uh, can Dinwiddie give them anything like that? To me, that's where it is. The guard play has to be better. You have to put Jordan Poole in foul trouble. To me, like, you have to attack him every time. Jordan Poole is food. Yeah. But he has to be, uh, like, food enough to where, like, they can't play him food. Like, he's not there. He's driving to the rim. He's scoring. He's still having a super positive impact on the game. But the, yeah, but, that's the, but that is the problem of the Mavs. Like, construction yeah. is, yes, Jordan Poole is food. But what Jordan, nobody, nobody in the NBA can stay in front of Jordan Poole. And the Mavs mm-hmm. don't have any shot. They have no deterrent at the rim. So, yeah you're not going to stop Jordan Poole because he can get to the rim and he's not worried about anybody. The map like Cleve was okay mm-hmm. as a rim protector, but there's nobody back there that's going to scare anybody at the rim. So I don't yeah. know, like, I don't know how you play Jordan Poole off the floor. If you're the Mavs, because you don't have anybody that's going to deter him at the rim. Yeah. And yeah, going from, you know, again, you said Max Klee was an underrated player. I think he's an underrated defender. Yeah, he's good. No, he's good. But like. We're going from Jaron Jackson. (laughs) Right, exactly. Jaron Jackson led the NBA in block shots to Maxi Kleba and Dwight Powell, I guess. Yeah. Also, like, I think Dylan Brooks honestly lost Memphis uh, a game in that series. But I think. A game? Or maybe a multiple games, but Dylan. I mean, he was great in game, uh, game six, whatever it was on on offense. He was, uh, yeah, but no, he was on offense. He made a bunch uh, of ridiculous shots. Yes, <laughs> but, going, but but Dylan Brooks is a really good oh, defensive high level, player. high yeah. level defender. Yeah, yeah. I think so, you can like, tell the, for the Warriors. Even from though that. the Mavs are good defensively, for the Warriors, this probably seems like vacation on offense based on what they were going against previously. Exactly. Uh, yeah, going especially from- when Jaw was out. Oh yeah, definitely. Like going from Zaire Williams to like you know, and Dylan Brooks to. What the Mavs and Triple of- J and Bane. Love it. Okay, cool, man. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Mavs now Luca's definitely- guarding me. Cool. <laughs> Again, like, I think Luca can play better defensively. Like, I, I don't think he's this uh, putrid on that end. Like, there was some. No, he's bad. He, no, 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 no. He's bad. He's bad, but they were like, I mean, he turned it up against the Suns to a level to where it wasn't, they couldn't just pick on him, right? Devin Booker couldn't just uh, pick on Luca in a way yeah, where he fair. did game one and two. Like, they, they, they're, uh, their game plan was to pick on him in games one and two, and they couldn't do that for the rest of the series. Um, and I think Luca can, can step that up, but Wiggins is the only place to me. I don't know uh, where else you would, you would, uh, you would put him at. Uh, We'll take, we'll take a break real, real quick here. And then I want to come back and kind of connect this to the Lakers. Okay. All right, we're back. Uh, So I just want to close this, Aaron, this is a Lakers podcast. So I'd like to, (laughs) I would like to relate it a little bit. I don't see very much Lakers in the Warriors. I think they have too many core pieces that are coming back. I don't think we can kind of match, I guess, their relatability in terms of all their plays coming back. You go from Kevon Looney to Andre Godala, who came back. I watched this Mavs team, which has flaws, but they're a good team. I mean, they're in the West Finals. Uh, they're they're, so West, clearly, they're yeah. a really good team. Yeah, really good team. Absolutely. I mean, we don't play as heliocentrically as they do, but like I'm watching this and I'm like, you put LeBron in the Luka role, you put AD in like, whatever big you want to put him in. And then Mm -hmm. you can find pieces around that and tell me if this is a bad comparison. I'm not sure if it is just something I thought of uh, while I was watching the Mavs throughout their playoffs. Can you like compare the Porzingis and Russ kind of contracts in a way to where like the Dallas Mavericks traded Porzingis for two other overplayed players, I would say, but they're players that can contribute. Uh, Davis Bertans, who I think was in a rough situation in Washington, he talked about it. And obviously Spencer Dinwiddie, who's been great, who's been really good through their run. Uh, I don't think he's matched his contract, whatever. But can the Lakers kind of see what Dallas was able to do with such a 
albatross contract, I would say, in Porzingis um, to at least what he was doing and find players who don't cannibalize possessions the same way. Porzingis mm-hmm. cannibalized possessions in Dallas in different ways where he would just stand in corners and not move, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Russ doesn't really have that in terms of his cannibalization of offense, but he has the ball at like, you see a connection I can make there? Is that kind of reaching here? Um, no, I think there is. I, I think the, the basis of that comparison is the heliocentricity of the offense, right? LeBron okay. and Luca kind of controlling everything. Um, and frankly, I think you want them controlled, both of those guys controlling everything. So I think right. Dallas made a smart pivot from that second star that clearly didn't fit that well with, uh, with Luca AD does fit with LeBron. Sure. I think the AD question is health, not fit. Um, and they surrounded, they decided, um, Dallas decided to surround the sun. If we're calling Luca, the sun, right. And LeBron, the sun, they decided to surround him with role players that are going to go. It goes back. Yes. The Porzingis trade, but it also goes back to the off season mm-hmm. and there, there's a concerted effort to surround Luca with guys that are going to guard and guys that can shoot. And I think there is a lesson to be learned there. Um, but I think the other part of it, that's important. You, you mentioned uh, Jalen Brunson earlier. Yeah. You need a secondary creator. You need somebody oh, yeah, that can yeah. create either with Luca or LeBron and especially when those guys are off the floor and that's not, it's just not going to be a big guy, but, and this is going to be the question for Dallas in the off season because resources are limited. And because I want Luca and LeBron making all those decisions when things matter. Yeah. I don't want to spend a bunch of limited resources on somebody that is going to take the creation burden away from them. Uh, and this is going to be the question for Dallas in the off season, right? Because Brunson's going to be a free agent. Yeah. Do you want to spend 20 or 25 million on him when like when it really matters? I want Luca making handling the ball and making all those decisions anyway. So I think it is. I don't know that the like Lakers and Dallas situations are similar. Yeah. But the team building aspect of around LeBron and around Luca, I do think is is at least something that should be considered. Because I think you have to build similarly around them. Exactly. That's why, like, when I watch this and I try to just put the Lakers in there, like, okay, if we were in this series, would we be able to handle? And obviously the role no. players that we are. No, no, no. The answer is no. No, we, no, we wouldn't. No. But I'm talking about, like, our stars and then building around that, um, mm-hmm. what we kind of can put around them. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to find a Jalen Brunson or you're not going to find, but you can kind of find the archetypes I think that Dallas was able to find this last summer and kind of put those around. If right. you can move Russ for, you know, the type of contracts of playable Well, that's guys the question, that, right? How do you find Dorian Finney-Smith? How do you, oh, right. <laughs> Bullock, who was, who was a Laker a couple of years, but like those kind of guys, right? And even Tim Hardaway Jr., who's not playing in yeah. this series. Ex- exactly. Can you find those type of shooters around? And I think I would love to know if the Lakers can kind of do that. And I don't think we're that far off. I guess that was my point with that. It's like you put LeBron AD and you build an archetype. The pretty way similar Ray Dallas pretty did. Pretty good start. Pretty good start, exactly. And then obviously they have our uh, former assistant coach as well, Jason Kidd, running you know a lot, of, a lot of good stuff over there as well. Like I, I don't think like this summer has to be perfect for the Lakers to kind of come back into, into the fold. I guess when I watch the Mavericks, I'm seeing like similar stuff. 
you put LeBron in the Luka role, obviously AD in the pick and roll kind of way and build around that. And I think there's avenues towards that um, because I see what they did with Porzingis and kind of do similar things with Russ, not same player, don't cannibalize possession the same way, but similar to me and like how they're viewed contractually, I guess um, with, uh, and I think Russ also a lesser amount of money left on his deal. So just wondering if, you know, they can kind of move pieces to have a good off season that way. I'm going to stay out of it. I'm going to say Hennessy is delicious <laughs> oh, yeah, you're on right. that last yeah, point. Yeah. I'm going to say Hennessy is delicious <laughs> on that last point, but I think it is, I think it is, as far as team building goes, or not team building, roster building, I think it it is instructive how the Mavs have built around Luca and that that can be a blueprint for how the Lakers build around LeBron. I think I think I think that is can be instructive. How about that? That's great. Yeah. And not to put my Laker homerism on the, uh, on not my, my Laker homerism cap on, but can Kendrick Nunn be like 50% of Jalen Brunson, 40% Jalen Brunson in like, uh, no, absolutely. Like... No, 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 okay. absolutely. Okay. No, I'm probably more than that. Okay. Um, so I'm watching. I'm like, why can't like Kendrick Nunn, a ball handling scoring guard have success like, next to another. No, shot I agree. Creator, like I know. I, 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 that's, that is a very fair point. I think Kendrick Nunn is, is he as good as Jalen Brunson? Maybe, maybe not. But like, as far as what he does offensively, I think that's very fair. Yeah, we just and haven't the co- seen it in a couple of years. <laughs> and and for the cost that you know we're gonna give Kendrick Nunn and that that Jalen Brunson is gonna cost. It's just like I'm trying to see avenues to where the Lakers kind of fit themselves back in the playoff picture, especially with the Clippers, you know, getting their players back next year. Denver right. probably getting getting healthy in a tough West. But I think there's um, avenues to that. Uh, Hopefully. And when I watch these series, I think obviously this Lakers team wouldn't have stand a chance in any, any of these series, but next no, year, I, I do. I expect the Lakers back in the playoffs next year. Yeah. Even in the tough West, right? The Warriors should be better. Obviously Denver and the Clippers getting a bunch of their guys back. Um, who knows what's going to happen with Phoenix? Who knows what's going to happen with Utah? But I, I expect the Lakers back in the playoffs next year. Me too. Me too. Well, uh, Aaron, uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, uh, thank you for coming and, you know, debating Dallas and the Warriors with me. Hopefully this series is a little closer than uh, this game went on tonight, but I appreciate it, man. Anytime. And we're all rooting for Miami, right? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we need, we need the Celtics up out of here. <laughs> ASAP. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Not now, right now. Immediately. Right now. Yeah. Go ahead and make that a sweep. I don't need that series close at all. Just make that, make that a sweep. Get the Celtics out of here. Uh, but thank you everyone for listening. Uh, please subscribe to the Silver Screen and Roll podcast feed. And uh, until next time, peace. Yeah, 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 yeah.